It's not that you have to have a hard life. It's that you have to learn from the challenges that you've had in your life. I'm not saying go out there and search for struggle, search for challenges, search for problems. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is learn from struggles, learn from challenges, and learn from problems. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. I genuinely appreciate the fact that you are giving me your time and that you're giving me your energy. And I know I say thank you every single week. Like, I know I get it, but how could I not? How could I not say thank you to you every week when you are here every week? And if you're not here every week and you just happen to tune in to this particular episode, still, thank you. Because you're giving me your time and your energy and I don't want to ever let that go unnoticed. Because for me, that is very much appreciated and I don't take that for granted. So thank you so much for, for being here. Please hit the follow button, the subscribe button, leave us a review. It helps us a lot more than what you think and it just, it builds the podcast even more. It takes you a couple of seconds and the impact is major. So please, 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 if you can, hit the follow, hit the subscribe, leave us a review. Now today's episode is about the skills that you need or the skills that would be useful for you to have to navigate life. Let's call it the seven essential skills in life. And as you may know, we're all always going to be a work in progress. We're never going to be completed, right? That's why I never advocate for us to strive for perfection. I advocate for us to strive for progression. And I also think that the idea of perfection is very, very far-fetched. You're not meant to be stagnant. You're meant to be evolving. You're not meant to be static. You're meant to be growing. You're meant to always in every single day, continuously learn, continuously develop, continuously grow. Not that you want to be perfect, but that you want to be better. And there's a big difference. Being better means looking at yourself today and saying, how can I be better today than I was yesterday? And for those of you who know me, one of my favorite quotes of all time is, always be a better person today than you were yesterday. And in doing this, if you do this every single day, by the end of your life, you'll have been the best version of yourself. And if that's not beautiful, then I honestly don't know what is. And so that's one of the things that I live by. I live by this idea of wanting to strive for more. So I wanted to talk about the skills that I believe contribute towards you being better. These are skills that will help you not just in your personal life, 
but also in your work life. Not just in your work life, but also in your friendship life. Not just in your friendship life, but also in your family life. Not just in your family life, but also in your relationship life. These skills, these seven skills that I'm about to talk to you about, they are skills that you can always develop and build. And they are skills that I believe you need in order to navigate life in the best way that you can. Number one, self-awareness. The first skill you need to develop is self-awareness. This means having a deep understanding of your own thoughts, a deep understanding of your own feelings, and a deep understanding of your own behaviours. And how your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviours affect your life. Majority of us go through life on autopilot. And me included, I, I was a victim of this. Until 2020, my life was on autopilot. And I have no shame in being honest with you guys and being real with you guys and being authentic with you guys that until 2020 came, my life was pretty much on autopilot. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't self-aware before. It just means that my self-awareness grew after 2020 even more. Because I became more aware of things. Self-awareness was always there. And it is there for everyone. It's just at what level and at what stage are you with it? For me, when I think about my life and why self-awareness is important is because it's an essential skill for making informed decisions, for setting better goals for managing and dealing with your own stress or emotional struggles. For me, the ability for you to know and know the why, not just know the what, but know the why, that's so important. When you go to a restaurant and you get some food at this new restaurant, when you get back home, you immediately know whether or not you'd be likely to go back to that place. When you have food, you immediately know whether you liked it or not. You're immediately aware of whether you like it or not. And that awareness then informs your decision in the future, i.e., if I didn't like the food, I'm definitely not coming back. If I did like the food, I am definitely coming back. And I know that was a very simplistic example, but you get my point. That awareness translates into every single area of your life. And self-awareness can only be developed when you invest time in yourself. What do I mean by that? I mean journaling. I mean reflecting. I mean introspecting. I mean questioning. Question yourself. If something triggered you, why did that something trigger you? If something made you feel a type of way, why did that something make you feel the type of way? 
Be curious. Don't, don't be an interrogator. Be an interviewer. Right? Don't be an interrogator. Be an interviewer. Be curious. Don't be judgmental. Be curious. Try to understand yourself more. One of the things that I've been trying to do a lot recently is just question everything in a curiosity way. Okay, why do I not like watching movies? You know? I'm not for those who don't know me that well, I'm not a big fan of movies. Like I yeah, sure I'll I'll watch movies like every now and then or like it's not my first choice of entertainment. I'm not a big fan of it. And when I was inspecting why that is, it's simply because I've always had a stronger preference towards watching entertainment where there is a connection to the creator. So I like watching a lot of videos on YouTube because I feel like there's a better connection and a better element of relatability to the content creators I am watching on YouTube than to actors in movies. Like I don't feel the connection to actors in movies because they're just playing roles. Now this isn't to say that movies aren't good because movies are great, but my preferences for entertainment skew towards content creation and content creators than they do towards actors in movies. That's just a very simple example of me telling you I have the awareness, I have worked on the awareness of why this certain aspect of my life is the way it is. And a lot of us don't stop to do this exercise. So I would encourage you to go away and reflect on why you like the things that you like. Why do you dislike the things that you dislike? Why are you the way you are? Why do you act a certain way in a certain scenario? Why don't you act a certain way in a certain scenario? Question, be curious, understand yourself and you'll find out that there's a lot more about you that you didn't know. And you didn't even realize that there was so much about you that you didn't know. Number two, decision-making. Now I'm gonna make an episode on decision-making, but for now I'm gonna give you a brief. The ability to make decisions is key to a thriving life. I'm talking small decisions, I'm talking big decisions. I'm talking being able to make choices confidently and effectively. This is crucial. Imagine being stuck because you can't make a decision. How many of us have been there? How many of us have slowed ourselves down, held ourselves back because we couldn't make a decision? And again, this skill is a skill that requires you to be aware of your own values, to be aware of your own goals, to be aware of your own priorities, and to be aware of your own limitations. It's funny because everything in some form, shape, or way always goes back to the idea, the skill, the ability to be self-aware. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about decision-making because, like I said, I'm going to make an episode on it, so please make sure you tune into that episode, which will be coming out in a few weeks' time. But for now, I want you to think about how your decision-making has impacted you positively or negatively. And I would also encourage you to think whether or not you really truly need 
100% certainty in order to make a decision. Actually, before I move on, I'm going to share with you something quick. So someone asked Barack Obama, how does he make decisions? This was back when he was a president. Someone asked him, like, how do you make decisions? You have some of the most difficult decisions in the world. A lot of them come without having enough data or information, and a lot of them come without having the benefit of time, i.e. you have to make those decisions now, as soon as possible. And his response was that he doesn't wait to be 100% certain to make a decision. He waits to be 51% certain to make a decision. For a lot of people, that's crazy. A lot of people listening to this right now are saying, how? 51% feels so uncertain. But Obama's point was that if you wait for 100% certainty, you'll never actually make that decision. Or by the time that you make that decision, it'll be too late. And I feel like this is one of the reasons why we hold ourselves back, is because we try and wait for 100% certainty when we know that we actually don't need it. We believe we need it, but deep down we know that we don't really need it. And that's when you hear things like, I'll do it on Monday, I'll do it next week, I'll do it next month, I'll do it in the new year. I'm waiting for the right time. Oh, I'm waiting for the perfect time. There's, there's never going to be a right time. There's never going to be a perfect time. There's no right or perfect time like the now. And I'm not encouraging you to make reckless decisions. I am encouraging you to make timely decisions. There's a big difference. You don't need 100%. You just need 51%. Number three. Communication. I've spoken about communication many, many times, so I don't want to overload you with a lot of what I have said in the past. But for me, communication is divided into three parts. Speaking, listening, understanding. And when you really inspect communication at a broader perspective, it's about being able to express yourself clearly and effectively in both a verbal and non-verbal way. There are studies out there that speak to the idea of how majority of our communication is actually non-verbal. And I, I do believe that. I think there's a, lot, there's a lot more that is said with the unsaid. <laughs> Let me say that again. There is a lot more that is said with the unsaid. And as coaches, as life coaches, we are trained to pay attention to what our client said, but more importantly, to pay attention to what our client didn't say. It's, it's one of the things that as coaches we trained on because we are highlighted the importance of those clues, those hints, those indirect conversations. Imagine being able to interpret a whole conversation where the majority of it wasn't even actually spoken. And that's an element of communication that is fascinating. But if we bring this back to why this is important, why is communication important is, you know, the things that you've heard before. 
the foundation of all relationships, the essential tool to build trust, to understand others, to express, to listen with the intention and the attention of understanding. It's the skill that allows you to express, that allows you to articulate, that allows you to understand, that allows you to navigate your relationships, work life, family life, friendship life. Just when you look at interactions, communication is how you interact. It's how you connect. And so, of course, it's going to make it to this list because it's such an important skill. Number four, problem solving. The worst thing that could happen to you is when you face a problem, and notice how I'm saying when, I'm not saying if, I'm saying when, because let's not pretend that you're not going to have problems in your life. Let's not pretend that you're not going to have struggles in your life. Let's not pretend that you're not going to have challenges in your life. Let's not pretend, because all of those will happen, will exist, will occur in your life. When I started my life coaching business last year, never did I go into business thinking to myself, it's going to be easy, I'm not going to have any problems, I'm going to have an easy journey. (laughs) No, I went into business knowing that it's going to be hard, it's going to be challenging, and it's going to be a bumpy road. And acceptance of that allows me to understand that not everything is going to be perfect. That not everything is going to be roses. And the problem-solving aspect of it comes into play by saying, okay, now that we've accepted that there's going to be problems, that there's going to be challenges, that there's going to be obstacles, How do I navigate those? How do I overcome those? How do I tackle those? Problem solving means being able to identify and analyze problems and find effective solutions. And also, when you look at problem solving as a whole, isn't it essential for you to achieve your goals? Isn't it essential for you to deal with challenges and obstacles that inevitably will arise in your life? Isn't it essential for you to navigate life? See, this is what this episode is all about. I'm telling you, these are the skills that are essential in life. I'm not saying these are the only skills essential in life. So the seven skills that I'm revealing to you today, they're not the only skills that are relevant for your life. They are seven out of many skills that I believe are relevant to your life. Number five, time management. The fifth skill you need is time management. When I look back at um, when I was young, I had so much free time and I was spending majority of it on entertainment. And, you know, when you're young, you you don't know what you don't know. But that's why I'm doing this episode, so that you know what I didn't know (laughs) back then, which was how important time really is. Majority of people's problems isn't, I don't have enough time. Majority of people's problems is, 
they don't know how to manage the time that they do have. The issue isn't that you only have 24 hours in the day. The issue is that you're not optimizing for those 24 hours in your day. And I'm talking about being able to prioritize. I'm talking about being able to set goals and break things down. I'm talking about managing your time effectively. But I'm also talking about managing your energy effectively. I've said this before, but would you rather me spend an hour with you when I'm on my phone, distracted the whole time? Or would you rather have 10 minutes of my time where I'm fully focused and fully present on you? And the answer is simple. You'd rather have my full presence on 10 minutes than my full distraction on one hour. So that also speaks volumes to how when we say time management, what we're really saying is energy management. And this is a skill that is essential for you to achieve your goals, for you to maintain balance in your life, but for you to navigate life. That's what it's all about. It's navigate life. Number six, resilience. This one is so important. For me, resilience is being able to bounce back from setbacks. For me, resilience is being able to overcome adversity. For me, resilience is being able to navigate obstacles. For me, resilience is essential for coping with stress, coping with uncertainty, dealing with challenges, handling struggles, managing pain, managing growth. Notice how I've said both pain and growth. Notice how I've said it's essential because it's a part of bouncing back from setbacks. Notice how I've said it's essential because it's about dealing with adversity. And the fun part about resilience is a lot of people want to be resilient, but they don't want to go through the things that make them resilient. And more importantly, they don't want to learn from the things that make them resilient. It's not that you have to have a hard life. It's that you have to learn from the challenges that you've had in your life. I'm not saying go out there and search for struggle, search for challenges, search for problems. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is learn from struggles, learn from challenges and learn from problems. You don't have to create new ones for yourself. You just need to learn from the ones that you had in the past and that you already have currently in your present. And last but not least, number seven, emotional intelligence. This skill is, without a doubt, the skill that I believe benefits you the most because it's about being able to understand, manage and express your own emotions as well as being able to understand and respond. I didn't say react, I said respond to the emotions of others. Emotional intelligence is essential for building and maintaining healthy relationships, for achieving success in all areas of life, but most importantly, for managing yourself, for regulating yourself, for helping yourself. A life where you struggle to manage your emotions, a life where you struggle to express your emotions, and a life where you struggle to deal with your emotions 
is a life that isn't yours, it's owned by your emotions. Let me say that again. That life isn't yours if it's owned by your own emotions. Emotional intelligence is key. Don't forget that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've learned something today. I hope that you've taken something away today. I appreciate you more than you know it. It means the world that you make time to be here. Thank you so much. Share this episode with someone. Someone out there might need to listen to this episode. And you have the ability to send, share, and express this episode to someone else that might really need it. Friends, family, co-workers, your romantic partner, anyone and everyone. Share with someone that you think will benefit from listening to this one. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. It helps the podcast so, so much. Thank you once again for being here. I will catch you guys again next week as always. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next.